man the Lord this morning uh, had some scripture thought on some of these things here for a while now I guess you'd say and uh, but just seemed like maybe this morning the Lord wanted us to get into a little bit of it but uh, I'll just be honest with you it seems like my, my, my thoughts of everything gets kind of jumbled before I ever get up most of the time uh, but uh, but it, it takes the Lord it's, it's his word and he's the only one can bring it out and uh, but but I, I desire your prayers this morning I'm going to start maybe to read just a little bit may read a lot over in Hebrews here uh, in about tonight's chapter and uh, uh, like I say I've just been thinking a lot on on the Lord maybe this week and uh, it's uh, I, I know I say it a lot of times and I know we each one it just seems like it's been been hard road for uh, for quite a while in a lot of ways for, for, for each one of us. But I, I sit back a lot of times, Matt, and I kind of, in, in the lowest and the hardest times, Danielle, that I'll go through, I sit there and, 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 and I'll, I'll catch myself with a smile on my face. And I realize, you know, if the devil wasn't fighting and things wasn't going, wasn't going the way they was, it, then, then he wouldn't be worried about something. And, and, and I know beyond the shadow of a doubt that the Lord is working. And that God has got great things that's happening. And, and, and that's, that's the very reason that me and Chandy was talking about it just the other night. That's why the devil's coming. Uh, they stuff you are going through in your family I don't know about and nobody else does. And, and it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. I'm just telling you. Uh, you just, just, just quit thinking that you're all alone and that the devil's just beating you up and that you're ready to quit. Uh, and just realize that we're all in this together, and it's going to be okay. Uh, you just you just think about what we're what we're going to get to witness if we just stay with this. Uh, they say some good things ahead of the children of God, David, and 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 uh, let's just let's just stay with it. Uh, ain't nothing ever comes. That's why he tells us in the Word of God to endure hardness as a good soldier. Uh, a soldier is is there. He didn't he didn't say he said a soldier. A soldier's in a battle, ain't he? And that means there's going to be some things come up when you're in a battle, and you just got to endure a little bit. You've got to get through it and go through those things. And and uh, uh, the, the battles, the battles already won. We're just claiming victory. Let's realize that in the name of the Lord. But but maybe like to say, if the Lord will help us, and and if, if He don't come by and and. Uh, and, 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 and help us in this and we'll read the word, we'll shut the Bible and, and we'll all go to the house. Because, uh, but I ain't doing nothing without him and he don't want me to. But, uh, but I want to read a little bit in the ninth chapter here in the, in the book of Hebrews. And, uh, I think I'm going to start about the eleventh, uh, the eleventh verse there. And like I say, you can read all of this. Uh, I just, I just don't think I'm going to read every bit of it. And there's, there's more we'll probably read over in Romans. Uh, if the Lord allows us to, but but I'm starting about the eleventh verse here. He said, "But but Christ being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by His own blood He entered in once into the holy place." having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkled the unclean sanctified, 
sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered Himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause... He is the the mediator of the New Testament that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were just a minute. For the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. And I want to skip over maybe just a just a little bit. And 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 I think maybe the twenty second verse he said, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without shedding of blood there is no remission. It was therefore necessary that the patterns of these things in the heavens should be purified with these. But the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifice than these. For Christ is not entered into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Nor yet that he should offer himself often as the high priest entereth into the holy place every year with blood of others. For then must he often have suffered since the foundation of the world. But now once in the end of the world hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was once offered to bear sin, to bear the sin of many. And unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. And it seemed like I've thought for a good while about about, uh, 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 our eternal inheritance. And I thought about that. It's mentioned over there, over there in the fifteenth verse. He said, "He said uh, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance." And I got to thinking on some of them things a little bit. And uh, you just bear with me for just a minute. I know I told you I wanted the Lord to come Amen. before I could preach. Thanks, Lord. And I thank you for letting me feel it. But I got to thinking on these things a little bit about about an inheritance, an eternal inheritance that we have. And you know, an inheritance is something that's left to an heir. Someone that's, uh, 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 if you look that up, that talks about that's entitled to receive something. And when you're entitled to something, then you, you have an ability to lay a claim on that. To call it yours. And I just 
Yes, I may just testify this morning, I don't know. But I got to thinking about these saints a little bit and heaven wasn't mine hurts. Heaven ain't something that, that I could lay claim on. It ain't something that I could say I was entitled to. And I just got to thinking about those things and thinking about what what I did deserve and what I was entitled to and what I should have been laying claim on. And by all rights, by the sin, you go over and read Corinthians, by one man's sin entered into this world, and by rights, that's mine and your inheritance. That's what you and I are entitled to, is, 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 is the, 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 the wages of sin that bringeth forth death. And hell should have been ours. Hell should have been what I was entitled to. Hell should have been what I was inheriting because of Adam, that first man Adam that came over there in the garden over there. That should have been what, what my inheritance was. It should have been what I was laying claim on. And as I got to, got to studying about this eternal inheritance that comes. Who's entitled to heaven? There's only one man. Okay. Who, who can lay claim that he was an heir to heaven? Only one man. The Son of God. That one boy that in the beginning when God said, and said, let us Make man in our image. He was already right there. That one that was entitled to these things was right there. When God said, let us make man in our image. <laughs> knowing that we was going to be a, 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 a sinful nature. Knowing, that, knowing what we was. Right there in the beginning. He, he was right there when God uh, dropped us together and breathed the breath of life in it. He's the only one that was entitled. He was the only one that could lay claim to that possession. And you get to thinking about what me and you really are. What we think we're something about we really a lot of times. We get ourselves built up. You're talking about that entire Bible this morning, Mark. You're talking about that and, and how those men were coming together. Uh, the Lord says, Them that exalt themselves shall be abased. Them men were wanting to build a great name for themselves. That's the nature of man. That's why that our inheritance should have been held. And was. You just keep a burn with me. You won't turn over to, to Romans. I told you I may do a lot of reading this morning. I'm just telling you, if you're born again, child of God, this right here is. If you're not, just think about what you can have. I told you as I grew up, and we didn't have very much, and there's a whole lot of times I was ashamed about what we had. And I'll just be straight up honest. I felt smaller than other kids at school. I felt less than they were because a lot of times I didn't have what they had. So in our old flesh, it makes you feel that way sometimes. 
And as I got older and I started wanting a few things and I worked hard where I could find them, I felt a little more accomplished about things. But you know what? I never was nothing. I was just trying to make myself feel that way. As I was growing up, I was just as good as every other kid. If you ain't got nothing, you're just as good as everybody else and you're just as bad as everybody else. They ain't none of us above nothing. But there is some things that I didn't deserve in life. And that's the blessings of God. There are some things, just like I already said, Junior and I was entitled to that I shouldn't let claim on. I'm going to read this right here. Like I told you, I may testify this morning. I love my Lord. I'm so thankful to be saved. Saved. Let that sink in. What you got in this already. You got saved from what you was entitled to. You got saved, Gina. From what you were, were an heir to. It was coming your way. That was your inheritance, sis. That you was entitled to hell. That was your inheritance. And you got saved from that. People don't realize what they got saved from anymore. We don't realize a lot of times come the room we go through this life and we forget where we were headed and what we were getting ready to inherit. Get just a little glimpse of it from the rich man that was screaming from the pits of hell crying for one drop of water. You know what? He didn't even inherit a drop of water. He couldn't lay claim to one drop of water. Like claimed David Woody on torments. Everlasting, eternal torments. Not what I was reading to you there a while ago about an eternal inheritance, a heavenly inheritance. But he is laying claim on an eternal torment. Let me read some of this right here. Ninth chapter, uh, eighth chapter of, of, uh, of Romans. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that, that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I'll stop this second for right there because I want you to think about something. Just like what I was saying a while ago. 
Trevor, every time I go through trials and I'm going through troubles, a lot of times I catch myself with a smile. Yeah, I get hurt. Yeah, I go through some bad things and I hurt and I suffer and do all these different things. But I'm telling you, there's been many a time that I've caught myself with a smile. What what brings that on? Is it because that I'm just tough? No, it ain't because I'm not. But it's a spirit of peace down on the inside of me that lets me know that this ain't all I'm going to ever have. That there's going to be a few sufferings. There's going to be a few trials. Hey, but there's a spirit of peace down on the inside of me that lets me know that this ain't all there is to it. You just keep listening. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so, be that the, be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by His Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we we are debtors not to the flesh, to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. You want to talk about, we was talking this morning there, Mark, about, about this world and how they're trying, to, trying to, 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 to do away with the laws of God, trying to do away uh, with the things that God has established as true and righteousness uh, I'm thankful today. You know what? Uh, because of those things, because there's something inside of me that's alive, it lets me know when some things are wrong, and it lets me know when some things are right. And because of that, I know I'm alive. You can chase the flesh all you want to, it ain't nothing to it but death. You can chase the temptations of this life all you want to, and they ain't nothing to them but death. They lay aside the deeds of this body and the things of this world. I promise you, there's peace down inside like nothing else can bring you. Put your trust in your friend and you put your trust in everything else in your bank accounts, in your cars, and all your material goods. They'd be gone tomorrow, Gina. They'd be somebody take them, they'd burn, they'd whatever. Ain't nothing to touch what I've got. And what you've got if you're saved. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption. Whereby we cry, Abba, Father. That's what I was wanting to get down to. We'll probably maybe read some more there in just a minute. Hell. You know what you can lay claim on, Jim? Hell. That's your inheritance in your flesh. Amen. How in this world could you ever escape from that? How could you 
say that you've got an inheritance called the Freeman in heaven? How can you ever say that? You couldn't. And you say, oh, no, sir. You know who your father is in your flesh? The devil. He's the God of this world. You know whose child you are? Child of the devil in your flesh you was. There's one coming by, Steve. I thought about you, Daddy. This is birthday Friday, and this through these scriptures was coming over, and I thought about that, and I know she don't mind me telling this, but her natural blood father abandoned her when she was just a little three-month-old baby. Didn't want nothing to do with her. He's gone out of her life. She had about four years old, this man come into her life and said, I want to be your daddy. He found that man and abandoned her. And he, he got the right signed over in David Bryson's name to claim that right there as his child. I thought about that as I was studying this lesson right here. Uh, they ain't going to tell him where she might have ended up without a natural daddy. God bless her with a good one. Hey, that took the place of who her blood father should have been. And I'm going to tell you, he, he was a good father to her. But I ain't here to preach David Bryson. In my flesh, I am sorry, Daddy. I'm talking about Satan. I'm not talking about my blood, Daddy. In my flesh, my old carnal mind, I had one that would abandon me in the midst of trouble. I had one that would leave me alone to die and not care if I ever brought another breath. But there's one come by my way. And he gave me the spirit of adoption. You know what adopting is? That's taking something under yourself that's not naturally yours. You know what he done? He replaced what I was going to have to inherit with all men. You realize what you traded up here in this altar? You traded hell for heaven. Think about that just a second. Think about it just a second. There's one that cries out unto each and every man, woman, boy, and girl, Jay, and he says, I want to be your father. It's up to us, son, if we accept him as being such. We come up here and we get a hold of him. Get that vision out of my mind. You know what I see? The church start doing come around. Laying towels on his little old wet body. They started loving on him. Everybody wanted to come by and hug on him. He may not have had this natural family show up, but I'm going to tell you what. The church of the living God come in. I'm thankful for what I was adopted into. I've got. Hey, and this ain't what it's all about down here. 
the earnest, some of the benefits that I get off of what I've got coming. I didn't just get in, adopted into some poor family that didn't have nothing. I got adopted into a family. Hey, my father owns the cattle of a thousand hills. I got adopted into a family of God. I've got an eternal everlasting inheritance. People die in this life and they fight and fuss. I told you before, Tommy Rice told me, he said his family's in there arguing over gold teeth coming out of Papa's mouth. And that ain't worth nothing. People wants to fight and fuss over a dollar. It's going to be gone in just a breath. It's free. There's an eternal inheritance offered. Don't cost you a dime. All you got to do is come get it. Yeah, I get just a little bit excited when I get to thinking about it. For, for ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if the chil if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with Him, that we may be also glorified together. We're heirs and joint heirs. I got to thinking about something. means a lot when our family leaves us something, baby. What your mom and daddy had to leave you, what your mom and daddy had to leave you, what what's your natural, what 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 you'll leave to your children, it means something. Whether to, to most of us, whether it's small or great, it means something because you know the work that went in. What does people want to do early? I'd love to leave something for my children. Most children, we've got some ungrateful ones running around today that don't appreciate what blood, sweat, and tears went into to trying to have something to give them something. We got a lot today that don't appreciate those things. But I'm going to tell you what. Those things mean something to some people. The hard work that was laid up that others could benefit from. How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, 
Purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this cause, He is the mediator of the New Testament. That means that by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the First Testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. He says, he says listen, that how much more shall the blood of Christ We appreciate our natural families for leaving things, don't we? This blood shed that Christ Jesus shed on Calvary's cross that He took before God and offered us one time, one time for our sins. Through our faith, Cheryl, through belief in Him, we can be adopted, David Groot, into the family of God to have an eternal inheritance. But you know what we've got right now? We've got the spirit of adoption. We've got that spirit down in us knowing that we're His and He's ours. And if we've laid aside this old life to inherit something far greater, we've just got to suffer with Him. He said we'd, we must suffer with Him. He says, let me find where I'm at. Oh, I forgot I turned from Romans. Turn back. He said, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and join heirs with Christ. If so, be that we suffer with him, that we may be glorified together. For I reckon that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed within us one day. Or shall be revealed within us. For, for the earnest expectation of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. For the creature was made subject to vanity, not willing, but by reason of him who hath subjected the same hope. Because the creature itself also shall be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now. And not only they, but ourselves also, which have the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope. Now listen. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth. Why doth he yet hope for it? Hope for. But if we hope for that we see not. Then do we with patience wait for it. Likewise the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know that what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. I told John they read a lot. His word explains it all perfectly, don't it? I'm thankful I've got the spirit of adoption, Bobby. I'm longing and I'm waiting for the full adoption. And he even gave me his spirit. It cries out my father. It cries unto him. Day and night long till we can be together again. We mourn for those that's gone and we long to be with them and some of them we'll never get to be with no more. If they don't know the Lord and we're saved, they won't be in heaven. And some of those things we can't have, we can't be together again. But I've got a heavenly Father that my soul is longing and groaning. everlasting inheritance headed my way. I may squander and lose everything I got and I don't have much for my kids can never lay claim on it. And I'm telling you this, they don't have a promise of that, Bobby. I don't know. Your kids don't have a promise of that, Paul. If you don't have a promise that your mom and dad's going to leave you anything, Emma, it could be gone before you ever get to a place where you can have it. Nobody can take it. Because it was promised from God, which cannot lie. I'm going to have it. My eyes not seen it, Gina. My ear ain't even heard it, Judy. It ain't even entered into my heart. But what God has prepared for us that love Him. These scriptures here is my hope, David. I can be broke before this day's out, laying some life with something other that can't move an inch, paralyzed, and not, not being never be able to reach out and hug. Now, every one of you again, never be able to vocalize what I feel under you. But you want to know something? You can take everything I've got in this old body, and you can't take it. What I've got there myself. 
thankful for what I've got down in my soul. I'm thankful for the hope. Eternal, everlasting hope that I've got. There's one more thing if I find it. Over in 1 Corinthians 15th chapter. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits, afterward they that are Christ, that is coming. I like on above that there it said, if in this life only we had hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also resurrection of the dead. I'm thankful it's not hope in this life only in Christ Jesus. not of this world anymore. Old things were passed away. Behold, all things come new. Because I was adopted through the blood. Not just a, not just a, a paper adoption, Tom Freeman. He gave me his blood. That's something David Bryson couldn't do. Bruce, I want to 
say we'd do we wait for it I'm thankful I know it's coming I know one of these days I'm going home we'll get to be with our true father Cheryl our true father we'll get to be there with the people we love that was the one that made it all possible. I hope that was as clear as it had been to me. It's been a blessing in my life. I thought on inheritance for, for a few months now. <laughs> and did I probably bring out everything there is in that? And those other people probably said, well, you didn't touch this, you didn't touch that. I touched what God wanted me. I touched what was special that he gave to me. I'm just telling you, if the Lord ever, through his spirit, ever expounded this whole word right here, you would never leave church. He just speaks as little as we need. One of these days, Bobby, one of these days when I get adopted and I get to go home and I get my inheritance, you know what I'm going to do? He's going to explain every bit of this right here. And it won't be some man thinking he's figured it out. It won't be some theologian or some, some preacher that thinks he's found something in there that we've never seen before. But the Word is going to explain the Word in its fullness. And He does now through His Spirit. He gives us, he gives us what we need as we need. One of these days, we'll get to eat in its fullness. Because this right here can't eat all that. No, one of these days, though, we'll get something glorified. We'll be able to sit down at the table he's spread. He'll feed us on his love, and on his righteousness, and on his word. And we'll eat, eat, and eat. I never go hungry. I thank the Lord for His Word. <laughs>